That was when Ethan was pushing the Subaru hatchback Man, I'm talking way before hashtags I was running through the six with my woes Yeah I was running through the six with my woes Alright, Fast X Sports Show, July 27th We got a lot uh, to get into Most notably the USA basketball team And just the fact that they are embarrassing all of us and basically making it so that I never want to pick up a basketball again uh, and just call it a career pretty much but uh, right off the rip um, just some things I've been thinking about a lot lately I just recently got into this argument uh, it is wedding season been to two already this year got invited to about three or four other ones and apparently this is actually a debate I think this debate had to grab a drink real quick i think this debate is most popular among people my age the 20 to 25 year old range you know fresh out of high school maybe you're in college maybe you just graduated college right around there is where this seems to be the biggest problem that problem is not wearing a shirt uh and a tie to a wedding and no i don't mean you don't necessarily have to wear a tie i guess what i'm saying more is dress clothes which apparently is not as obvious as I thought it was I've gotten in this debate two or three times with different people this summer about what you should wear to a wedding few disclaimers I don't care if it's outside I don't care if it's a quote-unquote casual wedding I don't care if it's a thousand degrees out I don't care if the groomsmen are going casual too and wearing cowboy boots if you don't want to look like an idiot and you have some goddamn respect for the people that are getting married, dress up. I've had it described to me that you're supposed to wear open house clothes to a wedding. So if you ever look in the mirror right before you're about to hit the town and go to a great wedding, your friend's wedding, and you find yourself wearing any of these things, shorts. Pit Viper sunglasses, a hat, which believe it or not, I have seen at a wedding, Sperry's, flip-flops, no socks, uh, like an Amber Crombie and Fitch shirt or a polo shirt, you are going to embarrass yourself when you go to that wedding. A lot of people listening to this are around this age and I'm sure they're thinking, I have done this at one point. If you have done this, believe me, everyone there who's looking like a million bucks is looking at you and calling you a schlub. You are hashtag schlub city. That's what you are if you wear that. Have some respect for the people that are getting married. If you don't get dressed up for a wedding, what do you get dressed up for? Honest question. What do you even have dress clothes for? No, you're not freaking like Theo Vaughn or Lil Wayne or something where the rules don't apply to you and you don't have to get dressed up for this stuff. No. Working your 9 to 5 in a cubicle, you're not too good to be wearing dress clothes. Or, you know, working your summer job at a golf course, you're not too good to be wearing dress clothes. When did this even happen? I tell you what, if I have a wedding and one of my friends shows up wearing uh, shorts and an untucked shirt, they're getting kicked out. They are literally getting kicked out. There is a dress code. 
to weddings. You do not wear that stuff. Again, I don't care if it's a thousand degrees outside and you're outside the whole time. Wear a, sh- wear a shirt and tie. Don't make an ass of yourself. And that's exactly what people do. And and, uh, and this is maybe just because it's my first time kind of being in the wedding scene. I'm hitting that age. A lot of my friends are getting married. Uh, a lot of people I know are getting married where I'm seeing this play out more and more. Who do you think you are showing up to a wedding wearing open house gear? I understand that this is a very like minute complaint. But I'm embarrassed to admit how often I think about this and when I'm at a wedding, how often my eyes are drawn to these clowns. You think I like dressing up? You think we all like sweating our nuts off in this heat? No, but we're all doing it because we have a a freaking shred of respect for the people that are getting married. You're not too good to dress up, man. You're not. Again, let me one more time state this. If you find yourself... Putting on shorts, uh, a, t- a shirt of some sort, a polo shirt of some sort, sunglasses, a baseball cap, flip-flops, Sperry's, something has seriously gone wrong in your life. Again, if you don't wear dress clothes to a wedding, when do you wear them? I can't even believe that this is a debate. Uh, And apparently it's a losing debate on my end. And I know some listeners who are probably on my side are thinking, dude, no way. Like this is, that's just kind of like, no, you're not, uh, you are in the minority, my majority. No, I'm not. Believe me, if I was, I wouldn't be here talking about this on a podcast. And if you're older than me, you don't understand this new wave, this TikTok generation that's coming through, this Gen Z generation that's coming through and making a mockery of the one day that you should legitimately be wearing a shirt and tie. This is not some outdated fashion. This is not some outdated, no. I don't care if you are wearing a $2 suit. You look damn good. Suits are never going out of fashion, son. And if I have to be the white knight standing on on this on the front lines of this battle to make sure that weddings stay not casual, then I will do it. I'm all about the casual weddings, you know, the the shortened down reception or the shortened down ceremony, all that. I love it. But the second you start having a wedding where people are wearing open house gear is the that is the day that I re I take away my invite. It's the day that I don't arrive. It's the time that I laugh at this wedding because it's a sham. Dress up. You're not above everybody else. We all got to dress up. If you don't got the clothes, go out and buy them. If you don't got the money to go out and buy them, go to Goodwill, just like Coach Carter. Bucket of ties for a dollar pop. Go up and buy them. One other complaint I have real quick before we get into um, the heart of today's show. And this is even a more minute complaint. And I honestly can't even believe it's a thing. Um, and it kind of got thrown into the show last second, to be honest. Uh, but just I was driving home from the gas station last night. And I'm at this four-way stop, and I kid you not, there is two maybe 12 or 13-year-old kids, you know, snot-nosed kids, sitting at this corner. And they're, like, staring me down. I I, I can't explain it. You ever have that feeling where, for some odd reason, people are just feeling the need to stare you down? So they're staring me down. I kind of look 
Notice them staring at me, look away, look back again to see if they're still staring. They still are. So I just simply wave at these kids. Nothing. Nothing. They're four, feet, they're four feet away from me, and they give me nothing. How How is that even possible? And this is not an isolated incident. I notice this a lot. It doesn't matter where I'm at. doesn't matter what town I'm in, uh, what state I'm in, what time of day it is. People just, like, have a big problem with waving at somebody. And I know that I'm a baby for even bringing this up as a complaint, but how, honestly, how hard is it to wave at somebody? I don't care if you're a teenager. I don't care if you think I'm a loser, uh, adult. I, I don't care if you're an adult. This isn't just even just a kid's thing. This is a people thing. It's a two-second ordeal to wave at somebody. We can either do the thing where, we, like, where we're walking by each other and we're like, oh, should I wave? Should I say hi? Should I not? Just do it. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe people think I'm crazy when I wave at them or say hi to them and I don't know who they are. I don't care if you don't know who they are. It's simple being polite. It's a dopamine boost for anyone involved in it. And I get it if you like don't want to wave at somebody. Like Let's say that I didn't wave at you and you don't wave at me. I don't have a problem with that. But if somebody goes out of their way to either wave at you or say hi to you and you just blow them off like you they're they're not worth your time. Like, dude, who are you? Again, just a, that's a complaint just totally out of left field. But I'd be lying if I didn't say it keeps me up at night. This random 13 and 14-year-old snot-nosed kids on the corner. I thought about them the whole way home. How do you just stare someone dead in the eyes when they have a smile on their face and they're waving at you and just not even acknowledge it? Just stare them right through like you're the Ice King. Unbelievable. All right, let's get into the big story of today, and that is uh, USA Basketball. Let me come out and just say this. We are at a total crossroads for Olympic basketball right now. It's the absolute worst spot you can be in. Let me explain. It is like we have a quote-unquote best team that we wheel out for these things, when in actuality, the last two Olympics... It's been like maybe three, two, three, four of our top 10 guys that are American players playing, and then all the other ones are out. It is the worst possible crossroads to be at. No AD, no Paul George, no Kawhi, no Steph, no LeBron, no CP3, no Harden. I mean, what are these guys doing? LeBron's wasting his time on Space Jam, the promotion of Space Jam. Dude, the movie's a turd, man. Move on. If anything, if I were you, I would wipe my hands clean of that damn thing and never talk about it again. Get rid of, get rid of it as your Twitter bio. Get rid of it as your Twitter profile picture. That's what I would do. CP3, you're excused. Just battled your balls off in the in the NBA playoffs. James Harden, what are you doing? I see a new video of you people accusing you of being high, like left and right, every other day. What are you doing? Smoking weed? Steph Curry, the guy just for some reason does not want to play Olympic basketball. I just don't understand that. You never, ever want to play it? Dude, the last two years, you guys have been having early exits. The rest thing is not an excuse anymore. You aren't the 73-9 and nine Warriors anymore. You are a joke of a team. Get out there and play. Paul George, I'll give you an excuse. You injured your leg last time you played. Anthony Davis. Injured. 
I can understand why he's maybe not playing, but dude, there's, there's, um, go down the list. There's a million other guys who should be playing in this thing who aren't, and they do it every year. If you've never won an Olympic gold medal, how do you just say, you know, I'm good. When meanwhile, we have Drew Holiday, Devin Booker, and Chris Middleton coming off of the longest, like two years of their lives, jumping right on a plane when the middle of a parade to come and play and represent this country. Oh, and what, you know what, Drew Holiday, the first game back, most minutes and most points. I'm so sick of the current construction of this team. It's like one foot in, one foot out. Like it, And that's the worst thing to be because it looks like we are legitimately trying. At least back in like the 1980s when we only had college players, we always had the excuse, oh yeah, well if we, if we had our you know, star players playing, we would whoop everybody. We don't have that anymore. But maybe we should go back to that. I mean, tell you what, give the keys to the Ball Brothers, Zion, Trey Young, uh, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley. I'd rather watch that team than this current construction team, which is just a, like half guys who are there to because they thought it was going to be an easy roll to a gold medal. And the other half are guys that shouldn't even be there. That flat out, these guys I just threw out the names of should be there instead of these guys. Get out of the middle ground. Either all this, and this is this needs to be like Chris Paul's, the president of the players' uh, association. Come to an agreement with these guys. Make them sign a contract. If we are doing this full force, Adam Silver, where are you at on this thing? It's embarrassing to the NBA, man. If we are full force trying to win golds, these guys cannot not play. And if they're not not going to play, then guess what? We're going to bring in the young guys like I just threw out there: Lamelo Ball, Zion. Let them give a shot at it. So at least then they're not embarrassing us. His current roster, Bam Adebayo. Couldn't tell you two things about Bam Adebayo. It, all I know is Rudy Jobert. Rudolph Jobert embarrassed this guy. Bradley Beal, the best player who never plays in a big game. And, of course, when he finally has some big games here in the Olympics, he's a no-show. He's not even on the roster anymore. Devin Booker. I like Devin Booker. For some odd reason, he's decided to wear a headband in this thing, which is just making a mockery of it. Kevin Durant. I'm not going to complain about you, Kevin Durant. You're the only legit superstar that's on this team. You can't carry the whole damn team, especially FIBA rules, which do not apply to your game. Not as much spacing, three-point line struck in, a lot more physical. Like, There's no surprise that you're not playing, you're not putting up 30 a night. Jeremy Grant. Out of left field that he's even on this team. He doesn't even play, so I can't even, like, if they want to put you on the team just to watch the games, whatever. So be it. That's your choice. Draymond Green. Draymond Green, I'm maybe most upset with you. You should be the alpha of this team that is pushing them like over the finish line. Instead, I haven't even heard a word from you. The only thing you ever talked about was Chris Middleton and, and Devin Booker, how, how important it was that they came and played. Give me something, man. You are an alpha male. Get this team in shape. Drew Holiday, <laughs> I love it, man. You're the only guy that I can honestly point at and say, thank you. Keldon Johnson, we're going to get to Coach Popovich in a second here. I don't even know who this guy was until he was named on the roster. Talk about pandering. Coach Popovich, I got a whole soliloquy waiting for you, man. You're not off the hook. Zach Levine, smoothest scorer there is. Don't really have a problem. You seem to be like a good little microwave guy. I You seem to be playing pretty well as well. Not going to complain about you. Damian Lillard. 
here's maybe the craziest thing about this team. There's no one on this team that you like love. That's like your favorite player. And before you say Damian Lillard, I am so sick of the Damian Lillard story that like the guy is always oh, so homegrown. He's, you know, he's Portland through and through. Would you guys open up your eyes? He's maybe doing the worst type of trade request. At least like James Harden made it abundantly clear. I am not playing here. Get me out. Damian Lillard's doing like this half nice guy, half not nice guy, doing it all through his agent, you know, requesting a trade, but not requesting. Dude, who are you fooling? I would love to get here from some Portland fans. Do you actually buy this shit? He is requesting a trade. He wants out. He's just trying to like balance both of them. And it's maybe the worst of both worlds. Dude, if you want out, request out. This whole fake little nice guy BS, it's not fooling me, man. If anything, it's it's more annoying that you're being so ambiguous about it, dude. What are they supposed to do? Request it or don't. Give them a clear path going forward by doing this little one foot in, one foot out. It, what a joke. Kevin Love. <laughs> I love Kevin. That Kevin Love just said, you know what? I don't belong in this team, so I'm going to go home. So I'm not even going to complain about Kevin Love. You shouldn't have been on the team in the first place. I'm glad that you saw that and said, I'm going to open up a roster spot for somebody else. Chris Middleton, nothing to complain about. Jason Tatum, haven't heard anything about you with this team. Maybe become more of a scorer. Assert yourself a little bit more. Because we, God knows we need it. Everyone wants to complain about the roster construction. Dude, I, it is pretty horrible. I mean, this is a team I build in 2K. How is Trey Young not on this team? How is a, a distributor not on this team? Every other FIBA team has, how do we not have more centers and not JaVale McGee? JaVale McGee was a role player last year. A role player is the guy that's going to come and save us. Unfreaking believable. It's a team full of front runners. It really is. Kevin Durant. Dane Lillard. Dane Lillard, I tell you what, if you're so upset with how Portland's treating you, how about you go out and win these games? Oh, but he had 50 points and 10 threes. Did he win? No. The Nuggets were missing their second best player, Jamal Murray. If you're so good, man, win some of these games. Win a series. Coach Popovich, save the best part for last. Have we ever overvalued a coach more than this guy? Dude, he had, he had Giannis 2.0 in Tim Duncan. Just the ultimate culture guy. Never going to complain about the coaching. Going to let you coach him. He's also like the fifth best player of all time. Guys winning titles left and right. MVPs left and right. Unstoppable. Maybe it was a little bit like Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, except times 10. Where Tim Duncan is, is Tom Brady. Greg Popovich is Matt Patricia, who just got lucky with Tim Duncan. The interviews, man, they're old hat now. I love it how every time they lose, there is a reporter that comes out and like basically just asks like, "What's going on with this team?" You have the ten of the, you have ten of like the best like thirteen or fourteen players in this entire tournament, and you're losing. You're one and three, and then he like goes out of his way to try to make the reporter feel like an idiot for asking a obvious question that needs to be asked. Now there's reports coming out that the team is frustrated. They're they are running the Spurs offense, dude. I'd be frustrated too. Maybe the the biggest uh, pat on the back Coach K's ever gotten is how he ran these Olympic teams. You know who didn't blow off the Olympics when Coach K was the coach? LeBron. 
all these star players. You know who blows off the Olympics now that Popovich is the coach? Uh, pretty much the entire league. So much so that he has to go to the Spurs and some bench player that no one's ever heard of to even fill out the roster. JaVale McGee, Kelvin Johnson, Kevin Love, like, dude, what is going on? Look at this guy's record. 3-1 and one in 2019 pre-FIBA exhibitions. 6-2, and two, 2019 FIBA B-Ball World Cup. 2021 pre-Olympic exhibitions, 2-2, two and two, 2021 Olympics, 0-1. Seventh place finish was the Americans' worst ever in a major tournament. That was in the uh, World Cup. Dude, I mean, what more do we need to see from this guy? Get him out. These roster decisions, horrible. The coaching, horrible. The stupid interviews, old hat man. Get him out. Just get him out. This is problem number one, two, and three with this team. It seriously is. I mean, what else do we need to see? Guys, The guy is unable to adapt. The players, like, do not like him. It's not Coach K running the show anymore. It's Popovich, maybe the biggest jerk in the NBA. Onto the rules, and this is what people always throw out as like a excuse for us. Oh, the FIBA rules. Like, we're not used to it. You know, we got to follow European rules. It takes a long time to get adjusted. Dude, I was seeing videos two, three months ago of guys like Zach Levine bringing in rules officials to tell them the rules. They know the rules. But plenty of time to get adjusted to the rules. But genuine question, this is not excuse Team USA. And I tweeted this a while ago. How does a sport, 100% American sport, created in America, popularized in America, pretty much only played in America until 20, 30 years ago, how does that sport follow European rules? <laughs> I mean, I don't care if we're playing with a beach ball. That should not. Have, we should still win these games by 20-plus. But how in God's green earth, with all I just said, does that sport follow European rules. I love the rules, personally. Toughen them up. Stop flopping. Doesn't seem to affect Luka at all. 48 points. Slovenia has as many wins as us. And this is the first time they've ever had a team. And they have as many wins as us in this Olympics. Toughen up. Adjust to the rules, man. I don't care if you're playing with a beach ball out there. You have the most talented 10 guys out there. Blame it on coaching. Blame it on the players. I blame them all. Figure it out as a team. And Popovich, figure it out as a coach. It's not that hard. It's really not. Looking ahead, man. We'd be lucky to medal. I am not joking. And you're crazy if you don't think that I have Luka Doncic and Slovenia circled as 25-1. to 1 underdogs to win this thing <laughs> i you can see tell me you can't see this now luka Doncic, us versus slovenia their first time ever playing in an olympics the guy just comes out and whips our ass would not shock me whatsoever looking ahead i don't even know like uh we got a game on wednesday uh against i don't even I, iri to be honest and maybe i'm an idiot for not even know who that is i don't know the flag uh, CZ, Czech, was that like Czech Republic or something? I have, again, I probably just made myself sound like the biggest idiot in the world, but it doesn't matter, dude. I don't care if we're playing the freaking dream team. We have enough talent on this team that we should not even be losing. We shouldn't even be in close games. Paul Gasol 
He's playing for Spain, dude. The guy's been out of the NBA for five years. And he's like Spain's best player. We're losing to teams with Patty Mills, Della Vadover, uh, Ru Rudolph Gobert, Evan Fournier. Dude, we've seen these guys in the NBA. They are trash. Popovich, I'm still looking at you, man. Roster decisions are your choice. The fact that no one wants to play, your choice. The fact that you we can't make these adjustments to these damn rules and, and run a right offense for these guys, you. Just embarrassing. I mean, all I'm going to say is last thing for this pod, we'd be lucky to medal. And no, I'm not joking. We'd be lucky to medal. Lower the expectations. Everyone is caught up to the USA. We can't even win in basketball anymore. Literally an arena made by us, for us, that fits our needs. We can't even win that. America rules! Get out of here, man. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure it out. No excuses. We're sick of the excuses. Sick of the complaints. Most of all, we're sick of the losses. Slovenia. First time ever playing. They've played one game. They have one win. As many as the United States. Slovenia. Good God, man. All right, that's a wrap. Fast X Sports Show, uh, July 27th. Hopefully the next time I talk to you, I'm in a better mood. Just been a wild week. A lot of negativity rolling around, but we're going to get through it. Uh, hopefully after this vacation coming up this weekend... Hopefully I'm in a better mood, and hopefully Team USA has figured this out by the time I get back uh, connected to Wi-Fi. Thanks for listening. Be back next week. Fats out.